Hello! Welcome back, everybody, to Story Reckless. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm Nathan. I usually am your DM these evenings. Tonight I'm just going to be myself, uh, and I use he and him pronouns. I'm going to pass it over to the players. Usually they're playing characters. Usually we are. My name's Claire. My pronouns are they, them, and I am usually, uh, well, most recently playing Primrose Purple Gorlock. And my name is Olive. I use she and they pronouns. I played Propriety in this last time, and I had a blast being my favorite sci-fi character that from the last year. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, in fantasy. Yeah. With skeletons instead of robots. Right. Well, it was a blast uh, watching both of you um, in this last adventure. Um, oh, it was so fun. Both these characters were so much fun. Um, yeah, so tonight uh, we're just gonna hang out and talk about this last adventure like we've done with all the others. Do a little postmortem. If you have any questions that pop up in chat, please let us know and we'll answer them. Or we'll do our best to. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, Claire, do you want to kick things off? I know you had a bunch of questions. I have many questions. I have Mostly many questions too. Along the lines of what would have happened if we poked this thing? <laughs> poked what thing? This thing, whatever this might be. We're just going to like substitute in for this. <laughs> Understood. Like half a dozen questions. Right. Yes. Cause there's so many, right. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. What's the first thing? <laughs> what would have happened if we had cast resurrection on the initial dwarf who had the book? That's a great question, and there's actually an answer for it in the module, which is great. Um, he would not have come back because his soul did not want to return because he was tired. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah. I think there might be more specific wording, but yeah, there's like, it's it's pretty funny. It's literally like, it's like if they, re if they cast... Oh yes, if they cast Revivify or Raise Dead, they can't restore to life. Um, because his soul did not want to return. That's just all it says, so yeah. He's just done. He's just done, damn it. You know what? That's fair. <laughs> yeah, um, but you could have spat, uh, bleh, spat. You could have cast um, Speak with Dead, and he could mm. have revealed a bunch of stuff that way. So, Or yeah. the body could have. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good question, though. Yeah, and he was trying to wrap them out, yeah? Like, he yeah. was looking for someone high up to yes, he, tell what's going on. He basically uh, got cold feet because he um, started doubting Stonky's plan, sanity, um, and decided to grab that book, which had the, basically all the evidence of what was going to happen, because it was the plans for the rocket to get it up and running, all that stuff. So uh, what was Kalen Brightwood doing that whole time? If he had the like the adventure module sitting on his desk. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know that was a thing. I was kind of just like, <laughs> um, no, I mean, I like, honestly, that my, my reasoning for that was that he's just really overwhelmed right now because there's this null incursion that he's dealing with. There was this other thing that just happened uh, in the the hearth, um, and then and then there was a massive earthquake and like all these people freaking out about that. So I, I just I just 
wrote it off as him being um, overwhelmed with that. I think if you had delayed the launch um, after the hour hit, I would have had him show up to investigate the tower is what my plan was. So, um, but I yeah, wanted, I wanted to keep the full hour of him being preoccupied with stuff because I just didn't want that to like disrupt the flow of the adventure. Because yeah. he's he's he has the stats of something very powerful. Um, it's probably popped up at one point, but he's storm giant. No, no, no. no. But um, Jackalich. He, he he's really really powerful. So like if he just showed up, it would kind of like you know it's yeah. I feel like when a, the cops show up in a D and D adventure that's almost kind of like a failure mode yeah where it's, just it, well, like, it, it's a big yeah or like it can be good it depends like, I, I guess the difference with this is like because like sometimes if the cops show up if you're hot like at your level if you were in Baldur's yeah. Gate and the Flaming Fist showed up you all could probably just stomp them without issue like if that was the route you chose to take right mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. if it turned into combat but Caitlyn is still powerful enough that if he showed up it would be yeah that's, yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh my god. We get scribe. That's how Monty Python the Holy Grail. Yeah, how Holy Grail ended. That is so true. Yeah, remember at the end they're they're getting ready to do the big charge, like the big battle, and uh, King Arthur, I think, uh, you know, gives like a speech or whatever, and then literally like modern day cops, like Bobbies, pull up mm. and arrest King Arthur. <laughs> and most of his knights, yeah. and everyone else is like, oh heck, well. Maybe we should go home. <laughs> Do you know the story behind that? Why that? Why they ended no. it that way? They literally ran out of budget. They they like literally ran out of money before they could finish the movie the way they wanted to, and so they just ended it like that because they ran out of money. <laughs> That's fantastic. Makes it so much better. Um, yeah. So that that's that that was my plan with Caitlin was. Hold him off for at least the hour. If he st if he stalled the launch, then I would have had him show up, and it likely would have just been the end of the adventure. But you know, mm -hmm. um, I mean, he did say that he was headed flying over there now when yeah. Primrose messaged him. Oh, what was the earthquake? That yeah, was, was a there? that was a test launch of the rocket. Oh, so they just like they they test the yeah they tested the engines yeah, and it caused everything to shake. So yeah. Which, I don't know if physics-wise that makes sense, but, you know, it's fun. I have my tea house with me. You do? Can I, like, set it up on the side of the ship? And then, in like, space. In space? I could just, like, walk outside. I don't need to breathe. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. And then, like, bust a hole through, like, one of the walls. And then oh, and can just, like, have a, like, create an airlock. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, one way to find out. <laughs> What would propriety's ideal situation be for the time spent in space? Like, what would you do? Oh, God. I just would want to, like, explore, like, different modes of existence. Like, I tried that, like, mage hand, like, propulsion sort of situation. Mm -hmm. um, like, seeing, I guess, like, how far out, like, somebody could go. Like, just, like, tie a rope to one of my hands. Spacewalk. Yeah, spacewalk. I'm out there. Um, I'm sure you could like see all sorts of things. Like, I'd want to like start just like setting up long form experiments, and I think turning it into like my own lair, because I'm gonna outlive everybody else in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, what does it matter if I have to spend like you know 50 years 
with like company. Right. It's just mine. Yeah. So you would stay, you would want to stay out there forever. No, I'd get lonely actually. That's. Uh, wait, wait, how did, did, sorry, I got distracted by Winged Scribe, yeah. but did you say how people would come to your shop or would you not want people to come to your no, shop? No, like, so we, we, I think, I forget if we did this on or off stream, but we were talking about like how I have teleport circle known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But teleport circle's one way. Yeah. And like, though you can cast it over and over again for a year, it consumes like 50 gold worth of pieces every single time. Right. So that's like, tens of thousands of gold pieces which like we don't have yeah and so i think i think the way if we wanted to make a two-way connection um would be to send somebody to candle keep with what my like one way like single teleportation yeah with, like a object or something from the tower right which like lets other people use that as like a magical focus to teleport mm-hmm. back with like pinpoint accuracy yeah because otherwise like if they've just like been through the tower before and aren't especially familiar with it it's like a 50 percent chance of ending yeah. up in space and you don't want a 50 percent chance of ending up in no. space no <laughs> also i mean uh i i don't know i haven't thought this far but i could imagine that someone in candle keep maybe that that uh that person that you know about claire that never came up but um yeah i could see somebody like that wanting to literally to take candle keeps resources to establish a teleportation circle at that yeah. tower to have ready access to uh to space so yeah but yeah we never really i never really thought about it that far because i don't know if we'll end up revisiting that yeah. or not we'll see um I did want to. The reason I got distracted was Winged Scribe asked, um, "What is Nathan's opinion on the space hippo race? Do they exist in this version of the world?" Uh, what is this? I I don't I don't know to be honest, uh, Winged Scribe. Again, I I haven't um, gotten that far, um, and I don't really know much about. Uh, I just looked them up on Google. They are called the GIF, G I F F, which is kind of confusing because then you also oh. have the GIF. Like yes. a D and D race, yes. not where we are competing space hippos in a test of their athleticism and speed. <laughs> nah, you mean just bring, bringing actual hippos into space? That would be oh, no. so expensive. As like did critical role do a thing? No, no, like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Divisive in the community or something? Okay. Got no, it. um, no, it's some it's some D and D race. Uh, known as the gif um uh or or sometimes called hippo folk i don't really know much about them to be honest um looking at this now just reading the first thing um they are from another crystal sphere known as mercenaries among the spacefaring peoples of realm space so sounds like almost every other uh D race <laughs> especially in older editions um yeah yeah the novels uh, so we can describe it he says um uh these are one of the only canonical space things in D. it came from some of the novels originally set in the forgotten realms yeah 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 it gets it gets it gets it gets a little weird because that's the other thing i i would have to really think on if we ever decide to go into like space again is the rules for space in D, which mm-hmm. are not in 5e but they're in like i think 3.5 era um are very much the like medieval 
idea of space. Um, which honestly, it's kind of cool. Like they really thought it out, and it, it it's a little goofy, but it also has like a logic to it. Um, but I think, for example, I think you can just breathe in space. I don't think there's actually like zero oxygen. Um, and the different worlds, it says like realm space. Like the different worlds are in these like crystal spheres. Like they're these, you know, the solar systems are literally these like spheres in this um, miasma that that the planets are contained within. Um, it gets it gets gets very yeah. But um, I don't know if that's necessarily how I'd, how I'd want to do space. I I actually like the idea that space is more like how we think of space. Um, I don't know why. I just, this is how my brain works. It, I, 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 I've had this conversation with Claire before where I also like the idea that the places like the Nine Hells or the Fey Realm or any other plane of existence is, instead of it being more of like a conceptual, like, you know, this, uh, this, this plane represents thought or, or whatever, or like all kindness or goodness or whatever. Um, I like thinking of them as being like actual places with their own laws of physics and stuff, like, which maybe is going more sci-fi, but um, I just think that's fun and kind of, kind of cool to think of it as like they're, they are these, I don't know, they're, they're just a world, right? They're another world with, with different rules and, and people and things that live on them and uh, I really like the idea of different realms having different rules for how they function. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right, one more thing for Winged Scribe. Uh, they went with, yeah, Aether, or Aether? I don't know if they say Aether or Aether. Uh, it's like air, but slightly nicer. <laughs> like air, but nicer. I do like that, because then you can get the like treasure planet sort of situation, mm -hmm, where mm -hmm, like there's mm -hmm. like actual wooden ships, and you can like around on deck so it is yeah. it is well that that's what spell jammer is um and you yeah. literally are on like ships with like oh, that's great like solar sails and things which yeah it's, <laughs> it's it's cool like there's definitely something to be said about that and i think it's really fun um so so we'll see if, if we end up doing another thing with primrose and propriety i'll have to very quickly come up with what i think space is like in my world it's uh -huh. so funny because since propriety is like based on the character from Ancillary Justice, which oh. is like an AI <laughs> on a spaceship, I had no idea we were going. Oh my to space, god, that's so right! Look yeah. where look yeah. where they ended up. Th this is totally true because all I told Claire and Olive was just this is going to be a goofy adventure. I said nothing about going to space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, just that's where the character archetype wants to be, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, they show up in Volo's Guide. Sorry, I just saw on the on this wiki that the hippo yes, people they do. are in Volo's. Cool. Um, the two spacefaring, like specifically spacefaring peoples are the GIF, and then sometimes, occasionally, Mind Flayers. Yeah. And they're just two very different concepts of what space can be, <laughs> yeah. and like two very different peoples. Yeah. Uh, well, my players really feel more in line with like sci-fi stuff, where it's like they they 
they're like like they could they could they they just evolved differently right and then gif i mean you could, you could make that argument with gif but they feel way more fantasy like just kind mm-hmm. of you know i mean they're steampunk aren't they like my idea yeah. of gif are like british explorers yes with like blunderbusses blunderbuss Blunderbus. yeah and like um pith pith helmets right griff pith <laughs> oh my goodness um, I mean, the art's fun. The, yeah, the, the guy's literally holding a blunderbuss and a, yeah. a pipe, like a steampunk pipe. Uh, I imagine them being like the elephants in the Disney Jungle Book, um, like the really old Disney Jungle Book movie, the animated one. I know there's like a million Jungle Books now. <laughs> yeah, from the 70s, yeah. The elephants, mm-hmm. they were like soldiers, kind of, like... Mm. Yeah. I see. Yeah, that's right. Like British, they were like British soldiers. Um, yeah. Any, uh, did either of you have another question you wanted to know or have answered? We have kind of a list. What does the big red button do? What was the enchantment of the lever? What was the safe? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Please do tell us. What did we not explore? Well, okay, I'm so curious. We did not turn over every rock. No, no we did not. What was the acid pit? You want to? What do you want? To, you want to know the acid pit? Okay, I want to know the acid pit. Okay, okay. The acid pit, uh, according again to the module, um, which I don't know if it was a well converted to this, but Stonky had filled it with acid to dispose of skitter widgets that didn't quite work right. So if you had drained it, you would have found uh, the remains of Skitter Widgets yeah, inside there. But there was something else in there as well, which... What, what else was in there? I guess Primrose from Private... Whatever, I can tell you. I, It's fine. Um, Stonky's ring was in there. The, no. the control ring. So to control the Skitter Widgets. So, yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> That's all it was. It's just a, probably won't be found for a while. Though. No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, and there's still skitter widgets down there that didn't get burned up because you left those three, and then you also threw one out the door. Threw one, yeah. <laughs> but like, since there's a big hole in the ground, they could just get reunited. So I feel like mm-hmm. we didn't actually change their situation. All right, but now there are skitter widgets loose in Candlekeep. I'm excited about that. Where's Fred? That, Is Fred ever going to show up? That I will not answer on, on one of these. Did, or could private. we have run into Fred if we had made up different choices? Oh my god, you're killing me! <laughs> what is this Q&A session? <laughs> I can't give away everything. Foreshadowing session. <laughs> Would the skitter widget... The, the kitty widget have been it like how mammalian are they do they like need the care of the adults right can are they self-replicating or is it some kind of like coordinated it it's really weird because it says it does not explain how it just says that they are able to 
breed that they're able to procreate. So that implies that you need two of them to create yeah. a new one. How that works... That implies sexual reproduction somehow. Somehow, yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely imagine them being much more machine than organic, so I imagine it being some kind of, like, probably a little more mechanical process, but... It, it, it seems as though they are able to produce whatever the material is, right? Like, they can yeah. create it on their own. Um, so they're not, like, going and collecting material. They are literally, like, creating new material. Uh, I don't know. They have, like, a little 3D printer or something. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but that you still need you still need to get material for that. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, the other thing too, which is interesting, is that I don't, I don't think they necessarily need care. Like they don't need like sustenance because it says they don't need to eat, drink, mm-hmm. or breathe. Um, but do they need love? They might need love. In fact, they very much might need love because uh, something that never came up—a mechanic—was if you had found the kitty widgets before um, destroying those skitter widgets in the first fight, um, if you like. I don't know, threaten one of them or grab one of the kitty widgets or whatever, it, uh, the skitter widgets immediately, like, react to that and, like, um, there's something where they get, like, disadvantage on their attacks or something, you know, there's some mechanical thing, but, Mm. um, yeah. So, they clearly have some sort of care. Yeah. We saw one of them defend the kitty widgets from alpaca macadamia nuts yes yes who they were programmed to be okay to with. be okay with yeah totally yeah so yeah they uh oh that's yeah i just looked they have a reaction that's called good parent uh the skitter widget can impose disadvantage on one attack roll made against a kitty widget if it can that's see fantastic. if it can see within five feet of it if it can see within five feet of it huh i don't know that's wording is a little strange, but anyways, yeah. So they can they can use their reaction to impose disadvantage on an attack versus a kitty widget. Cool. So yeah, they I guess they have some kind of care or love that they need. Um, the red button. Uh, all the, the so if you'd push the red button, nothing would have happened because all it does is it initiates the countdown. But in order to stop the countdown, you need to do something else, which mm-hmm. is with the lever upstairs. So it's like okay. a it's like a two step process where you gotta like go upstairs, set something up, then go downstairs. Uh, or no, oh. sorry, sorry. If you went upstairs, if you went upstairs and you set the lever to like abort, the mm-hmm. whole countdown resets. And then to start the countdown again, you'd have to put the lever into launch, the launch mm-hmm. position, go downstairs, and hit the red button. Okay. That's all it is. I see. So if for some reason we wanted to stop it, or yeah. like if we were like messing around with the lever before knowing yeah. and what yeah, they the, all did. The lever had the, which you found the code for, you know, it had the, you could either do launch, I think one was like delay, and then one mm. was abort. So. Yeah. Coop. So coop, shed, and stable are, are all different structures for keeping farmyard animals. Yeah. Is that... Is that the theme there? The cult is known uh, known as it never came up, but the cult is known as the 
They're like the barn animals or something. The Let farm. me see. The farm, maybe? I don't animal farm. They're known as the livestock. The livestock. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. These poor people. Yeah. They could have just unionized. <laughs> I so desperately wanted Coop to be for blast off for like flying, flying the, the coop. coop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah. What was blast off again? Stable. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. That feels like a missed opportunity. Um, this is this is the farm upstate. This is where dog gets it. Oh no! <laughs> Wicked scribe. Oh no. <laughs> um, the safe. There's literally nothing in it. Uh, it is in fact empty. Um, it is big enough for a creature to climb inside, though. And if it does get locked, it it's very difficult to open. Uh, this the iron key that was in Stonky's. Nope. No, the iron, the iron key is just to. It's for the big double doors into that area, the ones mm. that you blew up. Um, okay. So that's all the iron key is for. Um, yeah. You wanted to know what was behind in Stonky's office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which Primrose and Propriety would have gotten in eventually. Uh, oh yeah, well, that would have been you know a day two kind of thing. Yeah, because it, it had an arcane lock on it, so you could have just what dispel magic, I think, or mm-hmm. knock. I don't know if I have either of those. We we aren't big oh. on opening doors. Wait, we that's... really aren't actually. Oh wait, that's right, because you're a wizard. You can't just. You can't just, like a cleric, wake up the next day and be like, I'm going to just change all my spells. I don't have dispel magic or knock. Mm -hmm. Well, you would have gotten in somehow. At some point. I mean, what are are the chances that, like, all of those books they took, there isn't, like, a spell scroll for either of those? That's actually a really funny thing. W- w- again, Primrose and Propriety looking through the books, you quickly discover that it is not a priceless collection, and that it's uh, what is it? It says it here, like, it's like uh let me see it like specifically talks about if you look through the books um although the cultists believe this collection to be priceless, most of the books are plotting dissertations of questionable value <laughs> So all the books in, that they have stored downstairs. Were they of like particular interest to Stonky's? I don't know. Are they about farming, agriculture? Like, yeah, I, it's a good question. Um, maybe it's a bunch of. Uh, God, yeah, it would. I guess it would just depend on the interests of the um, of the cultists, but yeah. Um, but in Stonk, I'm sure you wow. would be able to find something. Um, wait, neither of you have Dispel Magic? You don't have Dispel Magic, Propriety? Um, I'm double checking. Maybe I just didn't have it prepared? We fought a couple of clerics. You did? They have Detect Magic. Detect. Available to them, at least. Detect or Dispel? Dispel. Oh, then yeah, the clerics yeah, could... Yeah, has Dispel Magic. That's them. right. Yeah, the clerics could, could do that. Anyways, inside Stonky's office um, is Stonky's spellbook. 
So Propriety could, mm. Propriety wanted to, could get access to all those spells. Um, As could I. Really? Oh. I could get access to all of the ritual spells in the spell book. Ooh. Uh, Somebody had Tome Warlock or something? Something. I never pulled out my tome. Oh, you didn't. It just no. hung out on Nathan's shoulder the whole time. On my yeah, shoulder? Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, oh, oh. That's <laughs> 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 yes, right. Yeah, your, never your, pulled out the brain. Your tome. I forgot about your tome. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, well... Do you want to know the spell? <laughs> I don't know if that's exciting or. Yeah, I do. I do. What? <laughs> this is going to color a lot of like what options propriety yeah. has available yeah. to them. Um, there's a lot. Uh, alarm, animate objects, arcane lock, banishment, chain lightning, clairvoyance, detect magic, dispel magic, fabricate, fireball, flesh to stone, fly. Globe of Invulnerability, Glyph of Warding, Grease, Knock, Legend Lore, Levitate, Locate Creature, Locate Object, Mage Armor, Planar Binding, Polymorph Programmed Illusion, Protection from Evil and Good, Scrying, Sea Invisibility, Sending, Shield, Telekinesis, and True Seeing. So, wait. Wow. He had Locate Object and could not find his ring. I know, yeah. Could not find his ring. <laughs> hey, he didn't have it prepared that day. <laughs> And he had set off the the the, the countdown already. <laughs> um, it seems like a narrow window. Yeah. For well, losing uh, your they, ring. they um so they were rushing because uh, they had actually accelerated the launch because of um the guy stealing the book and running. So they were they were like panicking, trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. Um, and then you also would have found uh, uh his collection of books. Which he does have more interesting books in there, or like more valuable ones. Uh, one of which is called Hero's Feast, a cookbook, um, which it allows you to cast the Hero's Feast spell, no components required, um, but only once. But yeah, so that's a pretty that's a pretty cool book. Uh, and then the other book is the, uh, it's a very large tome that describes how to make Skitter Widgets. Yes. Um, I wonder if I would have Skitter Widget hands. Oh, that would be Ooh. so cool. Could propriety learn how to, like, become a I don't know. distributed, like, even more distributed? Even more distributed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um... And then there's also uh, a bunch of notes, like navigation notes, and um, all all you're able to pick up from it is that Stonky was able to discern that the numbers 626 through 666 were important range of numbers, but he doesn't know what exactly they're for um, in relation to the steering wheel upstairs that had the three digits on it. Um, there was a steering wheel, and in, and in it there was like a little clockwork thing with three digits, yeah. and the Who's digits read, him? "Huh? Who's calling him? Calling him to space? Yes. yes. It, it, no one's calling him. He found the book about the rocket ship, deciphered what it meant, and then decided that the best idea was to fly to space. So I can respect that, honestly." 
Claire, you, you gotta look in your eyes. <laughs> What's going on? Propriety might be staying longer than a ten day. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Sorry, Primrose. <laughs> um, but yeah, the basically this is just another fun thing is like if characters fuck with the steering wheel before launch and it's not within that range of digits. Um, the trajectory is off and the rocket just smashes back down into the planet. <laughs> oh, that's that's the interesting, like, I feel like so many of the encounters in this are, like, the successful or, like, the right answer, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, to, like, not just, like, totally mess it all up is just, like, don't touch or interact with anything. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Interesting, and I and I guess that that like makes sense if you're assuming that all adventures are just gonna like be chaos gremlins, lots of everything. Yeah, yeah. Which, but like also, I guess like makes for a like, oh, this seems really interesting, and I can't touch it. Okay, it's like a museum. Museum rules. <laughs> I mean, you can touch it. It's just like you said, it can lead to chaos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. imagine crash landing in Fay. I mean, know? yeah. Assuming you survive, uh, do you want to know <laughs> the mechanics for crashing? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Where could we have ended up? Uh, well, that's up to me to decide. But um, okay. and I, I, I would have probably stopped the stream and then figure something out or whatever. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if you do uh, decide to do that, there is like a whole thing where it's like, <laughs> the likelihood of you surviving this is, seems really unlikely. Basically, it crashes and explodes in a, lo- in a remote location of my choosing. Um, and it deals 16 D10 <laughs> bludgeoning damage. Plus, right. plus... 16 d6 fire damage to each creature aboard. So I'm not okay. sure. Death I'm Lord, not sure. If one. <laughs> I'm not sure if you'd survive that. Unless you did like, c- could you cast like Liam Liamin's tiny hut or something like? I mean, over the course of a minute, yes. Get in the fridge. Get in the fridge. <laughs> Um, yeah. 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 I think, like, some barbarians can rage and, like, go down to one instead, or... <laughs> I experienced that. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, you did. I experienced that in our one shot we did together, remember? No. You don't remember when I kept dying and then popping back up to one? In January, uh, when I was DMing. Oh, but that's just, like, normal death-saving throws, right? Uh, so, well, it was... If I, I think it's like if you drop to zero at a certain, you have to be really high level, but it's like you drop to zero, you get to make a con save, and and then if you succeed, you pop up to one. Yeah. So it's it's a little it's a little different than death saving throws because you get to add your con save bonus. So, oh, yeah. okay, got it. Yeah, got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But that's that's why Nathan didn't die that one shot. I think I I got dropped to zero how many times like. Three, three times, <laughs> three two in the same battle. I love that D and D ping pong. <laughs> that was not to go totally off top. Oh, we get scribe remembers four. Okay, four. Okay, I believe it. Um, <laughs> was this the one where the will o' wisps were like also trying to like possess your dead body or something? 
I don't remember that. Were there Will-O-Wisps? The Shadow Dragon fight. Oh, the Shadow Dragon. That yeah. one. Yeah. I was thinking the... Faye. No, 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 not Faye. No, okay. no, 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 no. I, was like, I don't oh. remember Sharp having, like, barbarian levels. But okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a tiny little Kenku. <laughs> Although I was playing a, a little uh, halfling barbarian, so... Um, anyway, super off topic. That's really only relates to the three of us plus a couple people in chat. So, um, I feel like there was a, one other thing that y'all were wondering about. Uh, I mean, it looks like there's a bunch of stuff you were wondering about. Oh, what was the enchantment on the lever? Speaking of the wheel and lever. Yeah, so it's funny because you were just saying like everything's set up where it's like if you touch it, you get punished. Um, but that one you did know about because. Uh, Nordy warned you. Um, yeah, if you touch the lever, there was basically like, uh, there was two things. There was a glyph of warding um, that would have blasted the whole room with lightning. Um, and there was another glyph that would cause a um, conjuration to occur that summons three lightning elementals. Um, that you have to fight. It seems a little overkill. It's really extreme. Like, it's really extreme. Keep in mind, like this is... just wanted, like, his cultists to not touch anything? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, also, keep in mind, this is meant for four... I mean, ninth level, but still four to five adventurers, so be a little... Oh, yeah. Higher yeah. variety of skills. It, yeah. More spell slots. Yeah. I felt like we were outclassed at the, like, every single encounter it was pretty rough yeah yeah, yeah. luckily you had incredible Animated objects was the only reason that we got out of either of those fights alive yes that was holy crap that spell i had no idea it makes me think we're doing it wrong or like something like just being able to do like 60 damage as a bonus action every turn maintaining concentration seems so much stronger than any other possible option there. Yeah, I mean, it's mm -hmm. also fifth level, but yeah, it yeah. seems crazy. I mean, I guess it is concentration, right? Yeah. So yeah. theoretically, if you're in a fight with ranged creatures that are intelligent, they can target you to try to knock that concentration down. Uh, I don't know. We, we could be doing something wrong, but I was not about to get into the weeds with that when there was 10... Entities like, on the board, plus not letting me do the flanking thing. Yeah, maybe. Or I like, mean, that might that might that might be the case. Like, I don't know. I, I'd have to look at the specifics, but um, but I'd also be fine with like maybe homebrewing that. Like, okay, yes, you can do this, and it's bonkers, but you don't get the flanking bonus or something. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. But That'd probably be fair. But, like, oh, God, again, that's the only reason that, like, those fights were yeah. matched at all. Oh, it was yeah. amazing. I mean, we did we did both choose uh, builds with few hit points and low ACs. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's um, true. We did not if either of us had been a melee fighter or something, that would have changed things. Yeah. But your talking well, ability for Primrose was... Got you through a yeah. lot. <laughs> I had a plus eight to every all of my charisma stuff except for intimidation, which was plus twelve. Oh, I love so, it. So I was pleased with that. <laughs> I love it. You're scary. Yes, I am. 
Sometimes I even try to be. <laughs> I think that at some point we should do another short adventure with both of these characters because they were I a lot agree. of fun. I'd be down. I also really liked having <laughs> my skeletons on my hands. <laughs> uh. Oh my god, yeah, that was great. And Witch Dice was perfect for that, which mm-hmm. I knew going Witch into Dice it. Witch Dice made that doable, frankly. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm trying to imagine doing that with physical dice at a table. I I watched an episode recently of um, Dimension 20, where Erika Ishii summons Mm -hmm. like 10 geese. Um, (laughs) Did I just take Nathan? Almost. Um. Was she did it was she a druid? Did she summon? She was was a druid. Animals or whatever. Yeah. Like they were like. Velociraptors, but they were geese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I had somebody do that. <laughs> and, like, Brennan was like, okay, here's the AC. Start rolling dice. Let me know whenever you finish. <laughs> we're just going to keep moving. Because yeah. that's, like, that's the only way. Yeah. Oh, oh I, actually, I remember what I what I did in... Because I, I had a druid do the exact same thing. It was, I think it was 10 Velociraptors. And I think what I did for them is... Uh, I looked up the ahead of time. I looked up the mechanics for in the in the DMG. There's an optional rule for like um, multiple creatures. Like if you have a lot of combatants on the on the map, yeah. I don't remember exactly how it works right now. But it, it's something where it's just like you're only using average damage, and mm. there's a formula that says how many of the creatures hit. So again, it's like all based on averages. So you don't really roll. It's just like, here's the set damage that happens. You just do some algebra. Pretty much, yeah. yeah it's just like this is the damage that gets applied. Um, that makes sense. It worked. It worked okay. I, I think it, it started to slow down again. Like it worked great when all of them were up, but then as soon as we started losing some, it was like my brain you started. You had to redo the math each time. My brain started breaking. I was like, ah. yeah. Which dice was great for that. We got out of that encounter alive. Yeah. No, two two of the three of us got out of that encounter alive. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about my hands. I'm like, no, they all died every time. No, your hands all died. I'm thinking specifically about the Velociraptors yeah. coming in to help, and that allowed two of the three of us to get out of there. Yeah. Wait, the Velociraptors? Yeah. In your one shot? No, in what? the situation that Nathan is talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like my brain like my brain was went to the what the dimension 20 that uh, mm. all of us talking about and then it went to the one shot we just did or the this sorry not one shot but the thing we're talking about yeah the camel keep deconstruction anyway anyway moral of the story is it was physically painful for me to watch because some of them are like no just use my program <laughs> solve all your problems yeah your your program is is like design. I mean, you didn't you make it for a summoner build? Okay, I made it. I made it for our hexaden. Oh oh oh, it. I yeah. Made it for TJ, that's right. Because it TJ. was like because it would be like boom, like massive damage. Like yeah, or it would just like take like five minutes to do the like rolls, and then it's like okay, we re roll ones and twos, and I crit on like eighteen to twenties, and it was just. It took a long time and so it was just like 
Life is too short to <laughs> do this much math. Alan Turing Let's did not it. trick Sand into thinking so, like, <laughs> so we could be calculators. He did it to fight Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know if anybody in chat has any questions or if there was any other questions y'all had. I'm trying to think if I have any questions for either of you. I feel like we talked about a lot of the stuff I had questions about last time with Primrose and Propriety. <laughs> um, I want to get to know Kaylin better at this point. Like, Kadam, yeah. Kadam had a lot of respect for Kaylin and then lost a fair bit of that uh -huh. in the conversation about the Knowles. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm finding that Primrose really likes Kaylin like quite a lot <laughs> and really enjoys fucking with him oh he's fun to watch <laughs> oh that's funny wants to like take him out for dinner and just pick his brains up <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness that would be a really fun scene to have Primrose and Caitlin go to dinner. <laughs> Rest of the campaign is canceled. Now we're just doing di dinner with Andre, but dinner with Caitlin. It's it's just gonna become a dating sim. Just <laughs> you know. <laughs> Can we? I don't know how I would do. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! And we're just playing Monster Hearts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Get, uh, propriety involved, just like... Can the owl... Do you have invisibility? No. No, okay. I was gonna say the owl could just come along on the date, and then Propriety and Primrose could have, uh, you know, side commentary while... <laughs> while dinner's going on. Oh my god, oh. you could... if Propriety could literally in, like, like, uh, uh, bad... Um, rom-coms. I was about to say. I was about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, yeah. It's just the like. Okay, I don't know what to do. Guide me through this social situation, and then like you're hiding in the bushes with the like <laughs> with the walkie-talkie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Propriety could literally do that. <laughs> yeah. Know, which, which one of us would be giving the advice, and which one of us would be bungling through things? I feel like you're the advice giver. Absolutely. Primrose would give you the most bizarre, <laughs> strange advice. Mostly just to see how what Kaylin would do. Oh my god. So this in this scenario, Propriety is having dinner with Kaylin? Sure. Yes. Is it yes, just so. the heart? Or are you having dinner with your hands and I mean I know that propriety is all of them, but Maybe it's karaoke. <laughs> and just all of me is a karaoke part. But I can't actually make noise. I have no math. Oh, yes! Yeah. <laughs> so it would just be the owl. Because there's nothing for the... It would just be like hooting. For the hands to like inhale with. I mean, yeah. it could be like dance karaoke. I don't know. <laughs> you could play Dance Dance Revolution with mm -hmm. Yeah, there we go. DDR with propriety. Just like s constantly swapping out. Yeah. Is it like an America's Got Talent sort of thing where like the big like coordinated teams like come up with routines? 
mm-hmm. propriety could just like do one solo. Yeah. But I like the idea that because I feel like this would happen on America's Got Talent. You would think that Propriety's coming out to do like a dance routine, but no, it's it's doing a DDR routine. Like you bring a mat out, or not a mat, like a full <laughs> DDR machine, roll it out and, <laughs> and do a DDR performance. Uh, wow, this really got away from us. Uh, <laughs> Where are we? How's Kaylin doing? Yeah, how's, how's Kaylin? Kaylin? Uh, Kaylin is so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably doing the thing of like just hovering midair above the court of air, like mouth agape, watching this rocket just leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then probably like having a light bulb click of like, oh, that's what the plans were for. <laughs> like that's what that architecture was. Um, and the, I mean, but the thing is with Caitlin too is like. He's the head of, like, security, basically. There are people above him, so now he needs to go and report to all the other avowed that are above him. So. I'll get in contact with my person. Explain what's going on. (laughs) It'll be fine. (laughs) I guess he does know that Primrose... Or does he know that Primrose is on that rocket? No, I don't think so. Just that Primrose knew that it was about to happen. Yeah. Here's something really funny, actually, to go back to what um, about you were asking, like, like where was Kaylin and all that. Um, You you both like tried. You both snuck away, right? You're like, we don't want them to see us. Literally, if 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 you hadn't have done that, Kaylin was about to turn to you and be like, "I don't have time for this. Can you both go to the barn door and investigate what's going on?" And then he would have said. Oh yeah, by the way, it, it has an arcane lock on it, uh, because it's condemned. Um, the password's this, and would have given you the password. Like, that's what was going to happen, but but you both are like... <laughs> sneak away! Um, we didn't need the password, we just knocked! Yeah, it's true, it's true. Um, but yeah, I, I forgot about that, because I, I remember when that happened, I was like... I was like... Okay, this is gonna be so much harder now. <laughs> and then just like going through it. Cause, cause yeah, it's like, it literally says, it's like, you know, uh, after all of this, um, although it's not Kaylin, I think it's Bookworm who, who does it in the module, but still, it's like, you know, a high up avowed is like, go investigate this for me, good adventurers, you know. So, yeah. We don't need your sinking adventure hooks. Yeah. We yeah. are <laughs> self motivated. Oh, I loved it. It was so good, and it ended up being amazing, because had you done it that way, you would have opened the door, immediately been attacked, um, sure. instead of having the, the amazing talking to them, and yeah. And I guess what would have been funny, though, is if you had gone in the way as intended, you likely would have gone upstairs first, and seen all of those other, because all those other cultists were just up there, strapped down, and they, We've been like, oh no, and, what's going on? Here? Yeah, and they can't—they can't actually get out. Like, they're, they're, it says like they're strapped out in such a way that they can't get out. Like, they're all restrained, um, which is hilarious. So, they just like yell at us. The, yeah, they basically would just be really upset and then and then refuse to tell you anything, and you'd have to try to, you know, 
Then we touch the lever and everybody in the room dies. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Yeah, I can see how that adventure was set up to go very differently than the way that we did it. Oh, it was, I, I loved it. It was so good that you befriended the cultists. Um, and then the, all the cultists ended up being these characters that I was not expecting at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Were you making up names for them, though? They have aliases and names in the module. So I was grabbing okay. those, yeah. Yeah, so... so I, mm-hmm. Like, that was... That much, at least, was planned. Yeah, 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 yeah. That much was planned, but there's no, like, you know, there's no personality or quirks or anything given to any of them, so it's just class and uh, and race, so I just had to, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. go with it. Um, Yeah, Alpaca and Macadamia Nuts, um, uh, his name is is Marcy Plumpitter, Plumpitter. Not that he would ever tell us that. No, of course not. <laughs> Nemesis. Going around yelling that we're going to kill everybody? Well, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy right there, my friend. I know, I know. It just was, it was like, I was like, yeah, it just, it made sense in my head in the moment. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you used intimidation and it was so high. And, and you had this weird thing around your neck that you were putting bodies into, <laughs> pulling <laughs> bodies out of. I think in in an effort to calm him down, Primrose would have like taken him aside and said, hey, it's it's your normal cold void in there. Like you don't need to worry too much. I use it as a storage locker. You can How go in if you want. <laughs> in there? <laughs> How many bodies are you carrying right now? I, just, I need to know. Um, I mean, I'm carrying parts of a couple, and then all of your hands. Wait, are Do there not... are there parts in there from before? <laughs> Something that yeah. I want to wear. I need them. Yeah. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminds me of another short adventure we all did together where I did, played a character that had a bag of holding and I was putting body parts into it. Yes. <laughs> I love bag of holdings. Yeah, um, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hang on. Oh, there were some other rooms down underground. There was the acid pit room. There's like a... I never uh, actually uh, saw it in Roll20. workshop so, thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was just like a like assembly place. Is another? Something? Yeah, it was another. Um, I think that one was had more things for the actual like rockets. Um, yeah, like basically the two big rooms were workshops, things that were used for the skitter widgets and the rockets, um, and that was it, I think. And then there was just the office and the little well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's not it's not terribly big. Um, yeah, but big enough. <laughs> designed to be a one shot yes yes yeah um and also what would Stonky have said if we did manage to talk to him did you have like any plans for that yeah like, what, i was what would a conversation look like i don't i i i'm not sure it would have it would have um 
Well, one, he would have been really excited to tell you all about his plan and going to space and everything that he did to make this happen and how great he is. Um, even uh, he probably like like he probably even would have said that to you all um, if there if if he was planning to kill you like you know would have done the bad guy monologue before blasting you. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I was, I was ready to let conversation, you know, happen. Um, and it just, the way things worked, it like, yeah, it was like alpaca running down the hall, screaming, going in there. The big lady who was going to kill him. And then the big lady appeared. Oh, oh, the other thing too (laughs) was the, um. The way that you open the door with blasting it down bam, bam, was bam. very loud. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, they all got ready because Stonky yeah. said people are going to try to stop us. So they were, yeah. everybody was just like under the impression of this, is, this is a raid. Yeah. They're going to try to stop us. We need to. Yeah. And yeah, it's really funny about this module in general, I think, is that it's it's a comedy, right? Like it is mm-hmm. written as a comedy. It's a pretty silly premise, um, but I'm still trying to treat it with like uh, like as much respect and logic yeah. as been established mm-hmm. so far. Um, so it was like a really interesting line to ride of like, how do I make this feel believable? But it's still really ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, like what? That's the cliche, right? In like campaigns, if you like uh-huh. try to make like a super serious campaign, yeah. you're gonna end up with like joke characters doing slapstick. And if you do a slapstick campaign, you're gonna have like a like heartfelt <laughs> death scene with like Slappy the clown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then slap. <laughs> you see Slappy look down, teary eyed. <laughs> Yeah, I will never forget you. <laughs> you ruined my voice box. I used to not sound this way. <laughs> Do you have any idea what Cloud Kill does to a man? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that could that could be really fun <laughs> to to purposely have have people make. Uh, joke characters, but 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 run like the most gritty, awful, like serious, like joke characters in a strad camp. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like it, it doesn't work intentionally. You can't. Yeah. Be like, okay, you we're can't. gonna do like the funny thing. Yeah, definitely. Just, so like, I, I think that you were just playing that really well with this, where it's like, cool. okay, it's a silly premise, and so naturally, the best way to like make that shine. Mm-hmm. Is to treat it with like the utmost gravitas. <laughs> I mean, I that's that's the type of comedy that I I think I love most, right? Like, like actually. So one reason why um, I love, um, I really love Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead is because they are parody films, mm-hmm. but they are they are also the the genre that they're doing. Like they are doing that genre and and doing it very well and it's i i don't know that's always like i've always loved that where you 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 totally you treat it with with absolute respect and like do the thing but it's an absurd situation 
It's like right. totally ridiculous. <laughs> or like, um, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of great examples of that. I have kind of an ADHD like yeah, yeah. Go for example it. of that. That's... So I learned yesterday that Sailor Moon actually was supposed to be a parody where mm -hmm. you had magical girl stories um, or just like card captic Sakura or something where it's just like you go through these transformations, but then it's just kind of like a soap opera um, with like these magical elements. And then you had superhero films. And so Sailor Moon was actually the first one to like put them together and it didn't take itself seriously at all which like if you go back and like look at the early episodes like you can see like that's what the jokes were it's like mm -hmm. saying like oh look at these two discontinuity things mm -hmm. but they're like put together mm -hmm. and it's like kind of only later in the series that people are like oh wait we have redefined and like made our own genre oops i guess <laughs> we're just gonna act, tell an actual story with that now, I guess. Yeah. Oh, wait, yep, I meant really? to do that. I meant to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I read it on the internet, so. <laughs> so, so it's definitely 100% accurate. <laughs> um, that's. I suppose I, that's was that the TV show or the the manga? My understanding is the manga, but okay. again. Yeah, I'm I'm that. intrigued by that. Uh huh. I've never read Sailor Moon, so I can't contribute much. Sure. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I I would be interested in reading that article just because that does not sound like my reading of Sailor Moon. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that it's not wrong, you know. Is because I've heard both of you talk about Sailor Moon before. Is do you think it's something like if like let's say I were to pick it up and read it, do you think it holds up or is there or do you think there's any amount of like nostalgia or like rose tinted glasses around either the manga or the anime like I yeah i mean certainly it, the audience is younger than us um, okay for for all of the stuff that being said i think the manga does hold up at least i don't know that the 90s americanized <laughs> tv show does uh -huh. they did a lot of editing <laughs> some for violence, some for queer content that huh. ended up going incestuous instead, which I really don't think was the right choice. Uh huh. But that's what they did. Weird. Um, Weird. Okay. It was the same, you're referring to the scouts who like were gay, but in yeah, the Americanized like, version, it's like, oh yes, this is my cousin that I'm going to like keep holding hands with and act romantically towards, but they're my cousin. Yeah. Really? Oh, cuddling and, you know, cheek yeah. kissing yeah. and mm, we also live together in a one bedroom apartment. Right. Like... Right. Oh my God. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Cool. But Maybe I'll... Happen. People be gay, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um... If you were interested... Okay. Like with the caveat that yeah, it, it's aimed at like the manga at least is aimed at like I don't know, middle to high schoolers. Okay. I yeah yeah I know this is a super tangent right now everybody but oh just, yeah just curious. <laughs> also I feel like this is what these streams are for. Like I don't yeah. think we should. Yeah. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I want to know which Sailor Scout you are if you end up reading them. You have to choose which one. What I so which Sailor Scout I am. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh okay okay. 
I mean, I I don't. Yeah, I'd have to read it. I don't know. I don't even know. What do I think? You seem kind of like a Mercury. <laughs> I don't know what any of no? this means. What do you think, Claire? I mean, I suppose that the Inner Scouts probably Mercury. I don't know the Outer Scouts. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's so much happening right now, everybody, that I don't <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. Honestly, I could see Neptune. Winged scribes said Mercury. Or is are they talking about them being Mercury? I don't know. I think they're talking about you being Mercury. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna look go up Mercury go. Sailor Moon and see what this person looks like. Which probably doesn't say much because She's the nerd. She uses computers. Oh is it because they wear glasses? Um We all wear glasses. I know so we do. Cool. Yeah, we, you're right, we all wear glasses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. A picture probably won't give me much. Yeah, it doesn't give me much. <laughs> Oh my god. Mars, Olive? No, 100% Jupiter. 110% <laughs> Jupiter. Are you kidding? <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're very glamorous. Wait, Jupiter is glamorous. <laughs> Jupiter has like rose earrings and and also suplexes pools. What? Before she yeah, did her sailor do that. Well, awesome. you know, I have mostly it's, suplexes. It's something that she strives for. <laughs> Yeah. Does Mercury like get to suplex like, people? Okay, so I'm moving towards yeah. Sailor Jupiter in my life. But like uh-huh. I feel like Mars has just like this basis of like fire. I mean, obviously. Um and I don't know if I have that as much as like like when I'm stressed out, I don't go towards burning everything down. <laughs> That's true. I'm like more conflict avoidant. Uh, That's true. All right. Before we move away from Sailor Moon, we have to quickly know what Claire, either what Claire, what you think you are, or let's start with Olive. What do you think Claire is? Yeah, I'm going to let you choose. And then let's move away from Sailor Moon because we feel like (laughs) we might be alienating people who've never seen it. I'm going to remind myself real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I mean, you're. I feel like you're one of the outer ones. Like, I don't even know them, but like Uranus has the haircut that you have. What? Um, no? No? Wait, that's Wait. the short Oh, sorry. One? Yeah, yes. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Um, are you Sailor Venus? I think you might be Sailor Venus. No? <laughs> I do not like boys nearly that much. Okay, I don't remember that. All thing. right. Claire, <laughs> okay. Which one do you think you are? I'm Sailor Uranus. Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. There we <laughs> I go. Got it in one. There we go. All right, let's move on from Sailor Moon. <laughs> this has been Sailor Moon. <laughs> I am here for this content. <laughs> I can see this being like both of you educating me on Sailor Moon like I, I like this could be like a series like I start either reading the, the manga or, or watching the show and then we meet it's like a book club <laughs> we meet and I, I ask questions all the manga if you oh. want them, uh, it could be a segment so like we were first half two 
Q and A's for this session, and then like uh -huh. second half we have a Sailor Moon book club. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my god. I like okay. Suggested yes. Sailor Reckless the podcast. Alright. With that, is there Dungeons any other questions? Is there any other questions about our Dungeons and Dragons game? <laughs> um, I, don't know. I think we kind of peaked there. Yeah, that was that was a pretty good pretty good peak. I actually kind of wanted to bring it back to Kadama Lovelace. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Of What's happening with them? I mean, they just watched a rocket ship launch. Yeah. A few hours after they got out of the Firefly cellar. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, what what do you think their reactions are to that? We need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> this yep. is a bad place. <laughs> this is a, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> Velma. Still, I don't like you. Goodbye. <laughs> um, uh, Wicked Scribe is wondering if there's dragons in space. <laughs> um, maybe? Actually, there is a... Um, in Fizzbin's Treasury of Dragons, there's a dragon in there that is seems really cool. That It's way too high level for any of these characters, but would be awesome to run one day. So. Is it a space dragon? Space adjacent? Yeah. Space adjacent, like upper atmosphere dragon? <laughs> moon dragon! I bet it's a moon dragon. There is, I think there is a moon dragon, but no, it's not a moon dragon. And I don't think the moon dragon is... Oh, no, no, I'm thinking of, there's a moon stone dragon, not a moon dragon. What? Wait, what's adjacent to space? Ozone dragon? No, I I, I don't mean like I don't mean like in in the the whatever the, the atmosphere elevation. elevation. I mean like in a different Conceptually. way. Conceptually. Conceptually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> astral dragon. There, there is. I think there is an astral dragon, but that's not what I'm thinking of. I'm just like throwing like. I don't know, rocks and random bushes. Oh, fine. Do you, want it, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Claire doesn't want to know. Okay. I'm going to, I'm, I'll tell you later, Olive. Okay. Here, I'll just text you after this. I never want to know secrets. Yeah. Because they're How fun is to the discover. existence of a dragon a secret? Well, well it's not a secret. Yeah, this, this could be though. This, because this is one of those ones that you could like build a campaign around and like discovering it would be really cool. So. Okay. Which okay. is why maybe I don't even want to tell you, Olive. Okay. Olive's gonna go look up all the dragons. <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Google, show me all dragons. All dragons. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we maybe should wrap this up unless y'all have any other questions. I don't, I don't necessarily want to just like... Otherwise, we're gonna end up talking more about Sailor Moon. I mean, it's just gonna happen. We don't want that. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, oh, Olive, did you have something? No. Is there a Sailor Moon video game? Can you like can there, Twitch play? There is a Sailor Moon video game. Is it good? No. There you go. I feel like most games that are based on properties end up. And the, the, there's exceptions. Uh, alright. Well, thanks everybody for joining tonight. 
I hope you had as much fun as we did. <laughs> you need Sailor Moon. <laughs> Take away from Cattle Keep Deconstruction. <laughs> Go retail it. Um, but yes, uh, this adventure was a blast. Um, I feel confident in saying that for all three of us. Um, and yeah, thank you for coming along for the ride. Uh, we'll see you next week in... Yes, go ahead, Claire. Announcements. Yeah. Which we did not do at the top. Yeah, that's right. Uh, our first anniversary stream is on April 11th. Mm-hmm. We are going to be doing an extended episode mm-hmm. going until 10. And starting at 7. We're going to start a half hour starting early. Starting at 7, yes. Yeah. We're starting half an hour early. We are going an hour and a half late. Yeah. An hour late. Um, I know how to do math on the fly. Yeah. <sighs> I know it's, it's, it's a bit late, especially for your East Coast folks, but... Um, you know, obviously, you know, you can watch the stream after the fact, but for those yeah. of you that stick with us the whole time, yay! <laughs> yeah, come until it's time to go to bed, then go to bed, pick it up the next day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Nathan is guest starring on Nerd Botchery, which is another D&D Twitch channel uh, in April. We have it's yet to get specific dates for that, but we will get them to you when we have them. Yeah, yeah. Working mm-hmm. things out behind the scenes, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then someone from Nerd Botry is gonna come and guest star on Story Reckless. At after that, some point, whenever that is. Yeah, yeah. So we we still have things to work out, but um, we're excited to do a collaboration. Um, maybe we'll do more in the future. We'll see. Uh, it's always fun to meet new people, and yeah. Um, we inscribe did want to know what's next. Yeah, so next we're gonna go mm. back to Kadam and Lovelace. Um, Kidom and Lovelace. Yeah. Kidom and at or least, Lovelace. At least briefly. Um, yeah, we're going to see because uh, we'll see. Well, you know what? Just find out. Come and find out. Um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, we're going to we're gonna to rejoin Kadam and Lovelace uh, back in Candlekeep briefly and then see what is next for them. Uh, yeah. So hope to see you then. Um... And I guess the last thing I'll say on that is the next arc that we're doing is not actually going to be a module. It's going to be more homebrew. So, yay. I mean. <laughs> yay. Nathan, you do good homebrew. Well, yeah, you do. it's not full homebrew. I, I need to be clear about that. I'm definitely borrowing heavily from stuff. But yes, thank you, Olive. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Okay. See, that's that's Sailor Jupiter coming out right there. Just be like, nah, hey. Do you Are you for you? Yeah, yeah, me. Got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not Sailor Mars. Okay, we're going. We're going to leave. No more Sailor Moon. We're done. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you uh, next week. Good Bye. night. Good night. Good night.